Hello everyone, this is Conservation Voices for the Primate Cast. I'm Cecile Sarabian. The release date for today's podcast is March 16, 2016. It's now a bit more than two months that I came back from an incredible research trip to Gabon, where I was doing experimental work on disgust with different species of primates at the International Center for Medical Research of Franceville. And on my way back to Libreville, I had the chance to meet with Luc Matteau, who is the director and founder of the NGO Conservation Justice. Conservation Justice in, is a Belgian NGO who works in Gabon, and we follow the Eagle uh, model. So we work on investigation, on arrest with authorities, on legal aspects and on media, especially on the wildlife crime and also on the uh, forest crime in, in Gabon. The Eagle Network, or Eco-Activists for Governance and Law Enforcement, is a group fighting against wildlife crime by enforcing the law and fighting corruption. The model started in Cameroon in 2003 by Ophir Jory, and is now in eight countries across Africa, and has arrested over 1,000 traffickers so far. The law is not really respected the hunting uh, season, as you have seen, uh, even when the hunting season is closed, there was a lot of bushmeat on the road in the market. If you go in Libreville market, you will see a lot of uh, lot of bushmeat uh, because people eat it, and um, it should be banned during this this uh, period. But it, it's not the case, so it's it's another another problem. But uh, conservation justice, we. We are focused on the international traffic, so on ivory, uh, leopard skins, um, pangolin scales, but in Gabon it is still uh, very rare. And so we don't work a lot on bushmeat, but it's, it's another problem and it's, it's, it, it can become a real issue. Fortunately, there are not a lot of people in Gabon, but still, uh, there is still an important impact on, uh, on wildlife because of, of bushmeat, of course. Luc started his career as an engineer in forestry and wildlife from the University of Gembloux in Belgium. He has worked extensively in Central African rainforests and mainly on wildlife management. He became then the manager of the Lesio Luna project, or Projet Protection des Gorilles, and a representative of the Espinal Foundation in the Congo. The project works on the management of protected area where gorilla orphans of the wildlife trade are reintroduced. He worked there for four years, and this experience led him to create PAF, Project for the Application of Law for Fauna, in Congo Brazzaville in 2008, which was the first replication of the wildlife law enforcement NGO, LAGA, or the Last Great Ape Organization. In 2009, Naftali Honig took over the project and was the coordinator since then. You can hear an interview that we had with Naftali in the Conservation Voices of the Primate Cast number 33. As Luc Matteau reflects on the work of conservation justice, here comes a summary of the state of conservation in Gabon today. So in Gabon, there are only 1.5 million of people, so and it's not a small country, so the, the density of population is very, very low. So it is the lowest density per uh, kilometer square of forest in the world. And so we have still, uh, it's very wild, but uh, there, there is also a lot of uh, wildlife trade, a lot of poaching 
be important punching on, on elephants especially. So the law is uh, quite weak because the, the maximum, maximum uh, sentence it is uh, six months. But we also see some uh, effort, some political will from uh, the government, from the presidency to, to fight against the, the poaching and the wildlife crime. But we see that the, the problem is, is still very big and so we need more and more efforts and increase the law, increase the law enforcement and so we try to help the, the government in this, in this fight. What are the major species uh, trafficked? So in Gabon it is really, really uh, elephants for, for its ivory. There is not a trade, uh, there is not a legal trade in Gabon, uh, which is very positive on um, on birds, on reptiles, on uh, th th there is no except for bushmeat, uh, but there is no international trade of of uh, species. So it's more traffic, traffic of ivory, leopard skins also, uh, apes. They are killed for for meat, so it's bushmeat, but uh, there is not a lot of of traffic of orphans, by example, not international traffic. I've read that more than 50% of forest elephants are in Gabon. There were approximately 50,000 elephants, uh, maybe 10 years ago. Now it's probably more 30,000, so it's decreasing very, very fast. But also, unfortunately, in other countries, so in Congo, Brazzaville, DRC, Cameroon, it decreased uh, very fast, even maybe faster than, than, in, uh, than in Gabon, so yeah, maybe, maybe 50%. So all those protected species, such as great apes, elephants, are completely protected under Gabonese law, right? Yeah, officially it, it is protected, but the, the law is not very strong, and uh, law enforcement also is, uh, could be uh, improved. So, yeah, but for, we can say that the, the most threatened uh, species it is elephants. For, for apes, people kill apes to, to eat, uh, unfortunately, but the, the, the treat is, is less than for ivory, by example. For, for ivory, for elephants, we, we think that they could disappear in uh, 15 years, maybe if, if nothing uh, is done to, to protect them more. Mm -hmm. So you think the traffic of apes is at a different scale than the traffic of um, ivory? Yeah, because yes, because the elephants are, are targeted because it's a lot of money. Ivory, the, the price of ivory is increasing. How, how much? More, it's maybe two hundred dollars in in Libreville for one kg, but uh, in China it is one thousand, two thousand dollars. So. More apes, it is more uh, local use, uh, and many tribes in Gabon they don't they don't eat apes also. So we see that the the major problem in Gabon concerning wildlife it is uh, it is on elephants. Minkibe National Park, located in the northeast of the country, is one of the last hotspots for forest elephants today. Unfortunately, it's a hotspot known by poachers. In 2013. The Gabonese government reported that more than 11,000 elephants have been killed in Minkebe only, which represented two-thirds of the forest elephants in this national park. This comes one year after President Ali Bongo Odimba 
ordered the destruction of seized ivory worth about 10 million US dollars to show his commitment toward the battle against ivory trade. That said, most of the recent big seizures of ivory abroad didn't show genetic evidence for an origin from Gabon. We have never seen big seizure of ivory coming from Gabon in, in Asia or, or in other countries, but ivory from Gabon, it goes mainly to Cameroon or to Nigeria, Togo, Benin, West Africa. So there, there, there have been big, big seizure of ivory in Togo and from Togo. Uh, we, we had a seizure of almost four tons of ivory in Togo then six tons in Malaysia, two tons in Hong Kong. And this ivory came mainly from, from Gabon. So from Gabon, it goes by road to Cameroon or by boat to Nigeria, Togo, Benin. And then it is exported to, to China. So that's, that's the, the system we have seen, but we know it, it can change uh, fast also. But until now, Nigeria is prob probably the, the biggest uh, export uh, country for Gabonese and for Central Africa ivory. Of the 12 countries in Africa estimated to have elephant populations of 15,000 animals or more, eight are among the bottom 40% of the world's most corrupt countries, and three are among the bottom 11%, reported Dr. Elizabeth Bennett, Wildlife Conservation Society Vice President for Species Conservation in an essay published for Conservation Biology in 2014. Recent seizures in Gabon are corroborating this fact. In July 2015, three cases of ivory trafficking involved a Gabonese military officer. And in what could be the largest seizure of ivory in Gabon, which occurred last December, one of the two men charged was an agent of the Gabon's forest department. In the following part of this interview, Luc Matteau talks about fighting corruption. But it's clear that people uh, can use the, the position to, to do other kind of business, and it, it happens uh, everywhere. I mean, if you take the traffic of drugs in in US, uh, in Europe, in China, in, in Asia, wherever, you have a lot of policemen who are involved in, in, this, in the drug uh, traffics, and it's the same with, with ivory. Uh, the last uh, forest official who has been arrested in beginning of December, he is in jail, so it's a, it's a positive uh, aspect. And the deputy minister himself came to the police station to to follow the case and to be sure that the that his, his agent uh, will be sent to to the prison. So we see since November we see. A change because uh, big, uh, important officials have been arrested, not for the ivory issue, but for illegal logging. So you have the director of cabinet of the, mini the previous minister, you have the general secretary, you have two general directors in the forestry ministry who, has, who have been uh, sent to jail. So it's 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 a good. Uh, Uh, message against corruption, but still we have uh, we have still of course many many people who, who are involved, many officials, but we also see some positive uh, message and uh, decision. So we we hope that the 
the fight against the wildlife trade is also the the fight against corruption. So and that that's our daily daily fight. So the the last case, it was the first official who, who was known for for this for two three years, and we were we were always uh, following him, and finally he has been arrested. So it's very positive. Uh, in other countries, he, he would have been released. So. We, we hope it will continue like that and we will have less and less people involved in this, in this traffic. So when we were discussing earlier, uh, you told me that actually the ivory traffic is less lucrative than the wood traffic, for example, in Gabon. So uh, what about illegal logging? In, in Gabon, you have, um, for, for a few years, you have a lot of, Illegal logging focused on one species, it's Kevazingo or Bubinga, and um, it is kind of rosewood. Uh, it's less less expensive than rosewood, but the quantities are very important in Gabon. The cubic meter, it is uh, in Gabon, it is two thousand dollars, but in, in Asia, it is it is uh, even more, of course. But it's very big tree, so one big tree it could be 30, 40 cubic meters. So one tree could be eighty thousand dollars. So it's very, it's very, it's very, it's huge. And uh, so that there there has been a kind of uh, illegal logging and corruption system linked with this 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 species. And fortunately now it has been forbidden, so the, the logging of this tree has been banned for, it was a two, two months ago, one, one, two months ago. And many people have been arrested, so, but still, uh, when you, you have big companies, uh, international companies, European, but a lot of Asian companies also, they have a lot of uh, of money and they, they can corrupt officials also. So they have usually more money than the ivory traffickers. And so the corruption and the illegal logging, it can, it can bring a lot of, of money also, of course. So who is usually involved in this traffic? The Kevazingo, it goes to, to China mainly. So we have a lot of Chinese companies in... Uh, in Gabon, even European companies, they, they export the wood to, to China also, this wood especially. So, yeah, we, we had many Chinese people arrested uh, in November because they, they were involved in illegal logging of Kevazingo. As illegal logging has similar starting and ending points than animal trafficking, one might think that it can open the roads for other traffics as well. Yeah, we have uh, not only logging, but uh, yeah, any roads. Uh, we have a lot of uh, Chinese companies opening roads, building everything, and it's quite easy to, to take uh, a few tusks or, or a lot of tusks and to, to put them in a container and send them to, to China. So we have, um, of course, people who do illegal logging they do it for money. People who do ivory traffic, they do it for money. So if they can have money from one and the other one, they, they, they will do it, of course. And uh, it, it's, it's even more easy when you export illegal logs, you, you can uh, also add some ivory. We had this case in Togo, where four tons of ivory have been seized, and it was in 
container with illegal wood, illegal logs, and uh, the same in Cameroon, uh, a seizure of almost four tons also, seized in Hong Kong. It was also with, uh, with logs. So we, we can see that there is a, a direct link be between ivory and uh, illegal logging. While Gabon is currently capturing international attention for its successive wildlife conservation efforts, I asked Luc how he sees the future of conservation justice. Well, it, it is a long-term project. The, the traffic, it will not stop. Uh, so we, we know since the beginning that we will, we will do the same, the same activities, the same project in, with conservation justice in Gabon, but with Eagle in all the countries and in new countries also. We will do the same for many, many years. And uh, it's, it's like drug. You cannot, uh, you cannot do it for one or two years and then you stop. It is a permanent work. And so we try to improve our techniques, our investigation, our, the security aspect, the collaboration with authorities. But the project itself, activities, it is the same. We just try to, to improve, to improve them. And uh, we can do other projects around, but then it is not uh, necessary through, through Eagle or Conservation Justice. We, we have some awareness campaign also in Gabon, but it's, it's, different, uh, it's a different project. So, but for law enforcement, we just follow what we do, what we are doing for, for many years already. You have been listening to The Primate Cast, a podcast series dedicated to the study and conservation of primates around the world. Brought to you by the Centre for International Collaboration and Advanced Studies in Primatology of the Primate Research Institute, of Kyoto University. Visit us online at www.ciasp.pri.kyoto-u.ac.jp forward slash news forward slash podcasts and follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the primatecast and on Twitter at the primatecast.